Welcome to Podcast Me Anything. I'm Matthew Passy. I'm Tom Kelly. And we have a fun show for you tonight. Big podcast consumer report came out today from Triton Digital and Edison Research. And we'll talk about all that. And then a similar story in the news related to uh, a headline that came out of there about podcast distribution that uh, has Tom and I disagreeing possibly a little bit. And so uh, it'll be an interesting conversation for us to have. We'll see... uh, uh, you know, how we both fall on that topic. And maybe we'll also get a sense, uh, you know, if you're hearing this and want to jump in, join us on Get Vocal. Um, leave us your comments there. Leave the comments in the chat boxes, wherever. Uh, we'll try to read them live on the show. Uh, but definitely get in the Get Vocal room after 1030. Uh, we'll open up the seats. You can come on, ask questions, uh, talk to us about this report, this topic, anything else. Um, we love to interact with you, the audience. So, Tom, how's it going? I just ate two thirds of a Chipotle burrito, so I'm feeling super good. How are oh, you doing? Oh, light, very light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my question is, why such a quitter? What happened to that last third of the bowl, of the burrito? Um. Well, there were also some chips and guac involved. I'm, I'm not accepting to... that as an excuse. <laughs> I, I don't think you can use the word portion control when you're eating Chipotle, but I'm trying to get as close to that as possible. I always come away feeling like it was a little too much, so. I'm proud of myself, man. I frankly, I don't need the uh, the negativity. So. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll put the negativity away. <laughs> Actually, I won't. I'm going to save that for a little bit later when we talk about uh, podcast distribution and uh, the U of tubes. <laughs> so you sat down for the first time today and checked out Podcast Consumer 2019. Well, I mean, the first time for 2019 because it came out today. But first time you sat through one of these reports from Trying Digital and Edison Research. Yeah, that was actually the first. You know, I've you always see the slides and stuff, but I've never attended, and it was it was pretty cool. I mean, it was enlightening. A lot of stuff seemed to just carry on from the last year, but feels good to be in the loop. So yeah, it was it was good. And they do a good job of moderating it. They're uh, they're pretty funny on there. They try and you know throw a couple of jokes and and whatnot. So it's it's an enjoyable webinar. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so this is a continuation. So earlier in the year, they put out the Infinite Dial 2019, where they talk about general listening trends across a whole bunch of different mediums. Uh, and then today, usually they follow up about a month or two later with the podcast consumer. And uh, this year, overall, uh, pretty positive, as it's been for the last couple of years that they've been putting out this report. Uh, total familiarity with podcasting is up to 197 million people, admittedly. Uh, that is people who just know what the term is, whether or not they've listened or not. They they said, um, you know, oh, yeah, podcast. I've heard of that. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> listening, 144 million. This is ever listened to a podcast. Uh, and it is now at 51% of the population has ever listened to a podcast. These folks could have listened and never come back. But, you know, it's still uh, nice to see that we broke that 51% threshold. Half the population has at least tried podcasting at least once. Right. Uh, then there's podcast awareness. Uh, that is a number that continues to go up. Um, same kind of thing. Nothing exciting there. I mean, it's good news, but you know, that's kind of what we've been seeing in the trends and and what we continue to see. The next slide that they jumped into, I thought was really interesting. Reasons people don't listen to podcasts. Um, Hmm. and I'm amazed that the top one is just people who think podcasts just aren't for them. Uh, I I think they made a good point during the presentation to say that 
you know, this is actually an opportunity for the podcast community. You know, it, it probably means that somebody just hasn't found the right podcast. Uh, it also might be that a lot of people might have a perception of podcasting based on what little they know of the space, that it might be uh, popularized by a certain political group or uh, age group or whatever that, you know, they don't think they would necessarily agree with. But, you know, we have to make people more aware. There's a podcast for everyone and for everything. Um, and so there really probably is something for you out there if you've never listened. I imagine, though, if you've never, if you don't think podcasts are for you, you're probably not listening to a show called Podcast Me Anything. But uh, okay. if you are, welcome and uh, do a little bit uh, you know, deeper dive, you will find a podcast that you like. Any of the non-listening reasons uh, stand out to you on this one, Tom? I think people thinking it's just not for them just shows that you know, maybe they have a friend who listens to one politics podcast. So they think podcasts are like just one kind of thing. They don't realize that they're super into crocheting and there's actually a hundred really killer <laughs> podcasts about crocheting. Like there is absolutely a podcast for everyone. I can promise that they just don't know it. So I think it's on the podcasters and maybe the media itself to really make people aware of that. Yeah, I, I, in years past, I think I talked about how, you know, one of the big entry points into podcasting, or at least one of the most common names in podcasting is NPR, and that certainly, you know, makes people think of a per particular political view, a particular spin on news and politics. And so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that a lot of folks are like, oh, that's all just liberal talk stuff. I'm not interested in that. And so maybe they've avoided podcasting. But uh I think there was an article earlier this year or um, late last year that basically said, you know, conservative media is making a big push into the space. When O'Reilly got, uh, you know, taken off the television airwaves, he went right to delivering a podcast. So, um, you know, I think there's definitely something for everyone. Uh, you know, you might have to dig a little bit deeper, but uh, certainly that shouldn't be um, a reason to keep you away from it. Uh, I found some of the technical stuff interesting. They don't have a podcast app on their phone. Uh, listening to podcasts will use up their data plan. The joy of podcasting is that it doesn't do that. Um, you have to pay to subscribe to podcasts. That's a reason that people think, uh, right. you know, that they don't listen to podcasts. And I thought they made a good point in that we're still stuck with this term subscribe, which it does sort of have that, you know, pay for feel to it. I guess for an older generation. Yeah, I could see that being an issue. I thought at one point somebody had talked about they should tweak the language so that you don't subscribe to a podcast, you follow a podcast. I think that's not a terrible idea, although that might not – well, I guess with social media we probably would understand what that means. But, um, you know, I, I could see that being a, a little bit helpful. Uh, then a few other reasons. Don't really know how to find a podcast. That's an interesting – we'll get into that later. Not sure how to listen. That I'm not shocked at uh, – even people who do podcasts, I think, can struggle with this and uh, struggle to listen to it in the car. In fact, uh, if you ever listen to uh, Reply All from Gimlet Media, the episode that dropped today was all about 99% uh, invisible, not working in specific vehicles, uh, Mazdas and Nissans of a certain year because of the infotainment center. I don't want to give away the point because it's a really well done episode, but um, interesting little you know tech thing there about why uh, about how podcasting and how your podcast, certain things that you do can have uh, consequences that you don't think about on the tech side. Uh, don't right. understand the difference between podcasts and radio show, podcasts for educational purposes. There aren't any podcasts with music in them or about music. That's 
an interesting one. And that's going to come back later, too, when we talk about some of the most popular types of podcasts. Uh, Most podcasts are for educational purposes. Is Joe Rogan educational? (laughs) Um, I I could see an argument where he is, but I think that's by proximity rather than a purely educational program, right? Um, I mean, he's funny. Like, it's it's comedic, it's talk show, it's relatable, but... um, it, it's just funny that that's a perception that's out there that they're all educational. I mean, there are. Right. I mean, there's a lot of value to be had listening to podcasts, but there's plenty that are just a good hang, a good listen, a good you know buddy system uh, to listen sure. to. Uh, monthly podcast listening, next slide, up to 90 million, 32% claim they listened to a podcast in the last month. Uh, that number continues to improve. Uh, men and women, um Numbers are growing for both. Still a few more men than women who listen to podcasting. Closing that gap, though. Closing that gap. strong. And you know what? They're partially because we're seeing a lot more women-hosted podcasts, which I say bring it on. You know? like Absolutely. Uh, bring on more women. Bring on more diversity. Bring on more voices. Uh, you, there can't be enough different voices in the space. Um, even when I complain that there's sometimes too many podcasts out there, uh, part of the problem is that there's just too many of the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean that's fine too, right? There's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a subject for a different day. We'll skim right over that. We'll skim right over that. Uh, okay. Um, monthly podcast listening again. They're talking about age group, fifty-five plus, the biggest opportunity. Uh, good growth in the twelve to twenty-four, twenty-five to fifty-four. Uh, composition uh same thing talking about the age once again the big opportunity set is the 55 group is not really into podcasting and that's probably for some of the tech reasons we talked about don't know how to access them don't know how to listen to them uh worried about their data plan things like that uh you know i tell anybody especially when they're targeting an older audience with podcasts not to just tell them to listen to your podcast but try and make it easy give you know, post a video, show directions, you know, put clear buttons, something, um, you know, don't make people feel bad because they can't find you. Absolutely. Uh, going back to composition, uh, this is a breakdown ethnicity, uh, again, still fairly white audience, but, uh, again, that's a, that is changing, uh, in a lot of ways we are seeing more, uh, minorities and ethnic groups getting into the fray. And again, we're seeing more podcasters in those groups. Uh, a few companies doing a lot of special programs to welcome uh, those kinds of podcasters. Uh, Can I interrupt you real quick? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so these statistics that they have, did they, how is the data, um, how do they collect it? Is it, do they send out surveys or is it through, the devices themselves because that's there you know there may be some selection bias in that depending on which system it is so remember when you told me before we jumped on that you missed the first five minutes because you <laughs> didn't know how to watch a webinar uh that's what the, the, i mean no no it's, you know, i'm just my, it's it, when like, they start it's telling the me to download thing. dmgs i'm gonna be a little skeptical <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's usually the first thing they talk about is the survey um how they conducted the survey and so it's phone uh, phone calls, I believe, is how they do it. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, they're still not really pulling that data from devices. 
okay. I would be interested to see what that looks like if they were able ever if they were ever able to. Um, but yes, this the they're call. I think they said it's a population of a thousand people. And then they extrapolate that out for the general opposite population. Uh, okay. Important information for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, monthly income of uh, sorry. Household income of monthly podcast consumers tend to be more affluent. This is a fantastic number. Always looks good. You know, it means that uh, you are talking to a population that typically has money, has disposable income. And so if you are trying to advertise to them, your advertisers will be happy to know that people you are talking to are, um, you know, have some money. Uh, Same thing, tend to be more educated than the overall uh, population. Um, Employed. That's the next slide. Which is all here. consistent from previous year data as well. None of this is yeah. new information. Yeah. Yeah. This is all moving up, you know, as it should be, all moving in the right direction. Uh, weekly podcast. So everything previous was compared uh, monthly podcast listening. Now they're saying weekly podcast listening up to 62 million people estimated to listen to podcasts on a weekly basis. Again, going up from the previous year. Uh, number of podcasts people listen to. Uh, the number one is four or five a week that you know sort of checks out one a day uh, depending on your commute the average is seven and i think that's what we saw in infinite dial how many different podcasts do you listen to like not how many episodes but how many different shows are like on your weekly habitual consumption before i was editing three to four to five a day it was I was subscribed to maybe 15 different podcasts and I would listen to most of those weekly. Now that number is maybe one or two. Wow. Yeah. I I don't get much listening time (laughs) for pleasure anyway. So yeah. What about you? I'm sort of in the same boat. So I have probably four or five that I will listen to on a weekly basis or like I will listen to regularly. Um, couple of them are daily podcasts so i, I start here in the mm-hmm. daily are my take the kids to daycare podcast so i can get caught up on the news okay uh, and then a few other ones but uh yeah because we both professionally spend a lot of time listening to audio uh i'm sure like me at the end of the day you're like all right i'm done listening to everybody else's audio now you know right no time to- i also recently joined a taylor swift book club so i've, I've been pretty busy on that content as well so oh <laughs> We've got yeah, a trying to trying to get away from the <laughs> electronics there, but yeah, it's definitely. I actually kind of had this thought the other day. So before I was editing podcasts full time, I was mainly working outside. So on my free time, I never wanted to be outside. Now it's like I'm always inside, and I'm always listening to podcasts. So now in my free time, I'm not really listening to podcasts, but I actually enjoy going outside now. So I think you just kind of don't want to do what you do for work in your free time. That's fair. Well, but I mean, are you're, are you hiking, walking? Like, would you ever just, you know, throw in earbuds and listen to a podcast while you're outdoors or are you being a little oh, bit I'm more just kinda like, I'm just kind of sitting on my porch outside. I'm not very adventurous, but <laughs> <laughs> just trying to, it did snow the other night, but I, I've been trying to catch a, a little more. What is that? Vitamin D lately out in the sun. So gotcha. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, devices most often used, smartphones, tablets, blah, blah, blah. That's pretty typical. Computer laptop is about a quarter. Sorry, I should say the smartphone, tablet, portable device, 65%. Computer laptop, 25%. Smart, smart speaker, only 10%. Um, 
And I think they talk about this later in the presentation that the smart speakers just aren't really making as big a growth as everyone was hoping or, or you know, they had like a, a, a pretty big jump in the beginning and now that's sort of plateaued. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't seem to be consistent with how many people have who how many people own smart speakers. There, the ownership is rising, listenership is not, and I think that's interesting because I never had much faith in smart speakers either. So yeah, I guess I, I was right. I I don't I don't know if it's faith. I think there's still a hurdle. Like I don't think a lot of shows are as easily accessible through smart speakers as we want them to be or as we believe they are um, or maybe there's still just not a lot of familiarity with how easy it is to use them so that might be a piece uh, to educate your audience on how to find it. for example uh wait wait don't tell me is one of my weekly podcasts they actually not only is it easy to listen to their show but they now have their own interactive skill on your smart speaker so if you haven't listened before wait wait don't tell me it's a news quiz show they have three panelists are usually comedians columnists people who are pretty funny they ask about you know they play a bunch of games asking questions about the news and it's sort of trivia asking they have people call in and play and so they're basically allowing you the audience to play at home through your smart speaker um, i'd be curious to see how that is impacting their listenership how many people are using the app and things like that um, but i imagine that that is pretty successful for them and, and probably something to think about and keep an eye out for your podcast not not yours isn't Tom, but yours isn't everybody else listening. Um, right. Everyone but me. Yep. That's right. <laughs> well, that is interesting to have an interactive piece built into it. Um, yeah. You know, we saw that. I think we mentioned Bandersnatch a while ago. I think some things might kind of dip into that a little bit. So it's interesting for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I, I have this weird dream of someone making like a prices right of podcasts and doing it through amazon and having some sort of like crazy good affiliate um you know results like that being you know your core monetization versus any ads on a show like that i just i cannot i'm struggling if anybody has an idea reach out to me i'd be curious to to talk and collaborate on this but i can't think of a good way to do it through audio a price is right model podcast um hmm we won't we won't waste the time on this show tonight. But uh, if if you're hearing this or if you've heard this and you're and you have an idea or you want to collaborate, hit me up. I, I definitely would want to chat about that. Uh, number of years listening to a podcast. Um, you know, more people. So let's see. Weekly podcast consumers obviously they've been listening for a longer amount of time. Uh, they tend to be three years and higher. Um, you know, th th this trend sort of follows exactly what you would expect that if you've been listening to podcasts for, if you listen to podcasts weekly, it probably means that you've been doing this for a while. If it's part of your, you know, habits and, and routine, uh, uh, listening to podcasts compared to one year ago. So this is the, so this is a chart that shows ever listen to a podcast, monthly podcast consumers and weekly podcast consumers. Um, we have more people listening or we have the weekly podcast consumers are listening to podcasts more. So it, it's like once you find podcasting, once you make it a part of your day and routine, you are hooked. And I can definitely thing. attest to that. I, I was honestly, I was a podcast producer long before I was a podcast consumer. Um, like I used to listen to Sirius XM in my car all the time, or, uh, I, I was 
you know, listening to more music. Um, and really in like the last year and a half, two years, I eliminated everything but podcast consumption in my car. And even around the house. Um, podcast consumers who ever listen to podcasts on Spotify. I missed when they uh, talked about this, but it's showing that 43% of podcast consumers. consumers so this who, one, they very specifically said, this is not total market share. It's people who have ever listened on that and that's the important takeaway this isn't where they consume all their podcasts but they're trying to show that uh spotify and pandora have definitely entered the scene and they're prominent players now well we talked about especially spotify uh, in recent weeks it's done a lot obviously making waves with their acquisitions and and all their marketing so you know pay attention to your spotify are you on pandora have have we talked about that i feel like I've done their their application before because they ask for like a lot of information. Yeah, they want um, like luffs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they were asking for like what's your bit rate, and I could see if you're not a producer, you just having no idea what that is. I, we might be. I haven't really checked. I haven't seen any stats come in from them, but they may not report to Libsyn, so I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I haven't heard anybody talking about that anecdotally, saying that. Oh yeah, I checked it out on Pandora. Um, Right. Spotify, (laughs) I have. Spotify, I'm hearing that a lot more, um, which is encouraging. Listening locations. So this is one that always surprises me. Um, 90% of podcasters say they listen to them at home. 64% say in a car or truck. Uh, Almost 50% while walking around on foot. 43% working out. 37% at work and 37% while riding public transportation. I always just assumed it was more vehicular-based listening. but I guess a lot of people just like to chill at home and listen to a good podcast. Yeah. It's never been my thing to just kind of sit there and listen. It's always been kind of while I'm doing something else. And that was actually another slide in here. People, why you enjoy podcasts and like the number one thing was because you can do it while doing other things. And there's a couple things about that that I really wanted to mention uh, not to talk about myself too much, I did just put a video on my YouTube channel about um, how to use the Vocal Rider plugin by Waves to make sure that your podcast is just consistently loud. And that's very important because you see 64% of people who listen to podcasts consume in their car or truck, 30 37% while riding public transportation. Those are not noiseless environments. Like Those are loud. And I just think everyone should really keep in mind you might be in your quiet room producing this podcast, but people are listening in very noisy situations. I just want to stress that enough. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Todd Cochran or Dave Jackson, one of those guys always says, you know, I never told someone I'd listen to a podcast because their quality was so good, but I've always, I've stopped listening to podcasts because the quality wasn't good or I, I you know, struggled to listen right. to it in the environment that I, I like listening to it in. Um, so, yeah. And check out the video, by the way. If you uh, have the plugin and you're not sure how to use it, Tom does. Uh, it was pretty good. Good good stuff. We will. You know what? Let's post a link to it in the show notes tonight. And uh, okay. if you guys want to check it out, we'll, we'll have a link to it right there. Um, let's go to... 
So this is uh, this one was interesting. Sources used at least occasionally to discover podcasts. By the way, if you are following along at home, we are on slide twenty four of forty three of the podcast consumer twenty nineteen report from Infinite Dial Triton Research, uh, Triton Digital, and Edison Research. Seventy three percent say they found podcast search in the internet. Sixty seven social media posts. Sixty seven recommendation from friend family. Sixty two another program. 54, advertisement on another audio program. 46, recommendation from AM, FM. And then iTunes Music Store and Google Play. (laughs) So for all that nonsense about new and noteworthy, getting in the charts, all the ranking, all the things that people stress about, it doesn't mean anything. Not that it doesn't mean anything. It's just it's not as important as we have been led to believe. Right. Uh, but you know, it is important when they say searching the internet, your show, this is why it's so important to have a website for your podcast and to not just, you know, toss up the episodes and, you know, not really like a good podcast is there's so much more work to a good podcast long after the mics have been turned off. And part of that is making sure that you write, you know, extensive SEO friendly show notes, images, links, all that good stuff to make sure it is discoverable. And I know as I say that, you look at our website and you're like, well, but you don't have enough. It's like, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I, we do a lot of other stuff and we're working to make this a, a bigger and better project each and every day. And, uh, you know, this is more of a do as we say, not as we do in all cases kind of a thing. But, you know, you will, you will find that successful shows uh, take care of their website. They take care of their social um and they're not just begging people to listen. They're building relationships, whether it's with other podcasters or with their audience or influencers who might write about podcasting or suggest a podcast, things like that. Like that's always going to be a more effective way for you to get discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the slide that you like. This is the activities done while listening to podcast. Uh, not doing anything else, just listening was number one. I am hmm. shocked by that. I don't remember that slide. I was working on my website as we were, as I was listening. Okay. So people are just sitting there in absolute silence listening to a podcast. Yeah. Which I am, I am fascinated by, but I'm also, I struggle to believe that one. Um, Yeah. Because I think in the culture we live in where you're doing so many things at once, quote unquote, nothing might only mean like two or three other things, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like <laughs> nothing, scrolling Facebook, nothing playing right, a exactly. game on my phone. Right. Um, this isn't like the, the vinyl record closet with your like premium listening, you know, room. Uh, right. I, I, th- I think that's, that's a bold face lie. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't envision a lot of people chilling in like a beanbag chair with the lava yeah, lamp going yeah. and, you know, <laughs> spaghetti lamp or something like that like no people are doing part of the benefits of podcasting is you can do other stuff while listening and and um so yeah i i just found that i was so surprised by that result Um, especially because a couple slides i think either before or after yeah the question was you enjoy listening to podcasts because in 87 percent says you can do it while listening or you can do other things while listening so 
Someone's lying. I got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> or by the time the surveyors got to like this question, you know, question 20, they was like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm doing nothing. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which podcast topics are consumers interested in? According to this, the top uh, music, news information, entertainment, celebrity gossip. I'm so fascinated by the music thing um, being the number one. Um, if you're interested in music, why not just listen to music? I, I like, I just. I, so are and, you and someone you should, who's interested in music though? No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I enjoy I music. I, I enjoy <laughs> okay. consuming music. I'm not interested in music, I guess. So my introduction to podcasts, I Googled pop punk podcast and it came up with the absolute punk podcast, which is recently by that. I mean, about three years ago, rebranded to encore podcast. They talked about all my favorite bands, all my favorite songs, their relationships with the acts, and I, you know, kind of grew this connection with the hosts. I think it's insanely fascinating to talk about music. I mean, I host a music podcast, and right, I, if you're... I, I, by the way, I did say that to someone who hosts a music podcast too. <laughs> just so, just so the audience knows, like I am that I can be that much of a jerk. Like that's the... <laughs> I did say that. Um. Yeah, I think. Like, obviously, you have to be the kind of person, but, I, I, you know, it's just, it's another level of the appreciation to like the songs, but then hear other people, hear why other people like songs, grow that connection. You know, I, I always thought, like, I was the only one who cared about the order of songs in an album, and then when I heard someone else say... Like I, I'm really intrigued by their decisions on the order of songs. I was like, Oh my God, someone else is like me. And I think that's what kind of hooks people on the music stuff anyway. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, you know, there's just so much talk about comedian based podcasts and all the true crime podcasts and to an extent, the religious podcasts. Um, and I, I'm just, I'm just surprised that that is what led the survey here. I, yeah, I guess it is surprising because every time someone asks a group, what's your favorite podcast? It's like the same five. It's Joe Rogan. It's Serial. It's Reply All. I hear it's everything but music podcast is number one. Right. So it is surprising. And, and maybe there's a lot of music podcasts. And so maybe it's a fractured audience the same way like musical tastes are very fractured these days. Um, so maybe that's why nothing really bubbles up to the top of the surface. But yeah, I'm just I'm fascinated by that. Uh, podcasts download and listen to later. Most people listen within 24 hours of downloading, uh, add in within 48 hours and you've got almost 80% of the population pretty much listens, you know, within a day of, of grabbing that content. So, uh, good news, uh, percent of podcasts download and listen to, uh, Ooh, these numbers are confusing. Uh, <laughs> 76 to hundred percent of podcasts that have downloaded and listened to by 60% of the population listens to most, if not all of the podcasts they have downloaded. So the good news is most of your downloads probably are translating into real listens. Nice. So that's, <laughs> that's the way to look at that one. If you add, if you add the 51% to 75% margin. So people who say, um, half to a hundred percent of the podcast they download, listen to is done by, 80% of the population. So, you know, there's a good chance a lot of people are listening to your actual podcast and not just downloading them and letting them, you know, go to waste uh, on your phone. Uh, amount of the podcast typically listened to, uh, most if not all, is about 90%. Again, great news there. 
Uh, we've seen that in previous reports. Increasing podcast playback speed. Do you fast track your podcast? No, I don't do the silence, whatever it's called. I, I mean, especially as you know, editors ourselves, we put focus and effort into the pacing. I like to respect that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I can't. I did have a client once call me. Yeah, you know, we're talking about his podcast, blah blah blah, and then he's like, you know, by the way, I, I don't know who like how they edit it but i've been listening to this one podcast it's just like it feels so quick it feels so rushed and i don't know what's going on it's like open up your podcast app and we went through and i was like <laughs> what does it say it's 1.5 change that to one it's <laughs> <Right>? <gasps> oh my god it's just uh it's, you know it's funny that like, I, that can happen to people i actually saw a forum somewhere where there's people who bounce their sessions down at like a hundred and eight 110% because they think it's a better experience. Where do you stand on that? They bounce it down to what is it? So, so like it is in Apple podcasts at 108% of the recorded speed. That's like, that's weird, right? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> okay. I, I don't want like, the app makes it possible for you to listen at whatever speed you want. Like, why not just give it to us the way it normally, like, naturally would come out? I, I don't – I've never understood that. I know there are certain power uses, like, but there's 28 podcasts I want to listen to in a day, so the only way I'm going to get through them all is speeding through them. Right. Um, cool. I, I just – I'm not that person. Like, I, I, I want to enjoy it for what it is. Uh, reasons for listening to podcasts. Learn new things. Be entertained. Stay up to date with the latest topics at the top three. Relax, feel inspired, escape for companionship. Checks out. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm a little surprised. Maybe maybe people just don't admit companionship. I feel like that number is a little <laughs> bit should be a little bit higher. Um, oh. At least we like to, as podcasters, we talk about podcasting that way, and we think about it that way, and we try to connect with our audience. Um, the users like, yeah, yeah, don't touch me, stay away from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but learning yeah. things is, uh, obviously that's a you know big one. Um, okay. And so this is the slide that you've been talking about reasons why podcasts are enjoyable. You can do other things while listening. They are portable. You can listen wherever you are for a particular host. You can listen on a computer. Mm, that's weird. Uh, and they make you right? feel yeah. smarter. You can do everything on a computer. That's just a weird reason. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got? What makes podcast listeners? What will make you listen to a podcast more? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You would listen to more podcasts if. Honestly, if I had the time. Uh, that's <laughs> that's for me. Um, if more podcasts were available on the topics that we're interested in, so uh, no space is too crowded is uh, sort of like, I guess, the takeaway there. You know, even if there's another podcast on the topic, that doesn't mean there's not room for you to get in there as well. Uh, if you like the personality, if you had more time to listen, if they were easier to discover. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> easier to download and access if the notifications were better and the advertisements reminded you to listen. Okay. Uh, likelihood to consider brands advertised on a podcast. Uh, this is always an encouraging number. When I was working in the advertising space, we always like to see this, that, uh, you know, 44, no, 54% are much more or somewhat more likely to consider a brand that they heard through a podcast. 
Um, love that number. Yeah, I mean, I probably use 10 products or services that I heard through a podcast ad. So you sleep on so. a Casper mattress and you <laughs> dollar uh, shave I do club, my, although you don't shave. so <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, uh, I do my accounting on FreshBooks, buy my domains through Hover. You know, I have four websites on Squarespace now. Nice. You know, all those typical ones for sure. Um, I would be a Harry's guy, though. I do like the commercials I've heard of them. I think they encourage fun commercials so or ads, I guess. Um yeah, because I think, you know, you form that relationship with the host, like, and also you want them to have money so they can keep doing the thing that you're consuming. So I think there's, I, I mean, I, I think the conversion rate would definitely be like a thousand times over, you know, something you see on TV. There's no relationship there. So Yeah, you're not, you know, it's the, it's the host red ad um, probably that does it. I. Like, I'm sure dynamic ads are fine and they're good to get your name in front of an audience that has probably abandoned a lot of traditional media. You know, uh, in a previous report, I remember seeing some like podcast listeners or, you know, they don't subscribe to cable anymore. They've cut the cord. Uh, they don't listen to the radio. So they're not getting a lot of commercial information. And so, you know, if you have to get in front of them, yeah, dynamic ads and, and podcasting are great. But, you know, the effective ones are the ones that go with a host red ad where, the relationship between the host and the consumer is then leveraged to uh, convince them to buy your wares. Uh, and then it gets into the share of ear, which is interesting. We're, we're sort of running up against the time. We went a little bit longer than we planned on it. Uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about tonight, which is why I'm, I'm going to sort of uh, jump ahead here, is in the podcast business journal. Uh, fantastic daily newsletter. Um, subscribe to it. Get in your email, podcastbusinessjournal.com. Uh, just one of the great newsletters that are out there, but they're recently new, but they're doing a pretty good job. Put out a headline. This was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. YouTube is the number one source for podcasts. This is according to a presentation by the university of Florida and Futury media at NAB. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I'm, I know. You, you can't, if you're not watching this or if you didn't join us in the Get Vocal or you're not seeing it on Facebook, YouTube, whatever, Tom just has this S-eating grin on his face right now looking at me like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, told you so. Hashtag Tom was right. Hashtag Tom was right. <laughs> I, there's, there's one thing about this report that, it, like, you have to take it with a grain of salt. So according to this report, podcasting, on which platform are listeners consuming podcasts? According to the study, Podcasting, people are listening on YouTube. 70% of people say they listen on YouTube. 34% say they listen on Spotify. And 33% say they're listening on iTunes. And then it's Google, Audible, you know, down the list of all the other ones. The one thing that you have to keep in mind about this particular survey piece was the way they asked the question, apparently they kind of let the survey, the 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 person who's being asked the questions sort of define what a podcast is. Mm. And so what you kind of have was people thinking like any regularly scheduled subscribable digital media was a podcast. So it's not necessarily that they are definitely listening to only podcasts on YouTube, 
Uh, but they are they are consuming a lot of content on YouTube, and they just think a lot of them are podcasts, which that does not necessarily surprise me at all. Also, <laughs> as a University of Miami alumni, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, because it's University of Florida. What do they know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I've offended anybody. <laughs> that being said, YouTube is a fantastic platform to be on. Right. Uh, yeah, and you hear a lot of people say the same thing. We've discussed it on the show where most episodes go unlistened, so YouTube kind of punishes your feed on its algorithm. I haven't seen that to be true personally. That's very anecdotal, but I don't know if you want to mention the share of ear here, which is where people are consuming their audio content. A staggering 11% of people listen to their audio primarily on YouTube, which that's nothing to scoff at. That's, that's significant. I mean, that's over podcasts, which share 4% of that. So there are more people consuming audio on YouTube than podcast players. But again, some of them might be confused on what is and what is not a podcast. So, yeah. And some of that is uh, also related to, I think, just the fact that YouTube is such a force to be reckoned with. Um, you know, YouTube is universal. Like YouTube is one of those words that when you talk about online video, people call it YouTube, even if it's not YouTube, um, you know, podcasting is fractured, you know, between devices and platforms and ways to listen. YouTube is YouTube. YouTube works the same way. Every single place you want to use it, so I'm not surprised that they own it. And YouTube, because it has such an abundance of content, it's like, oh, well, I was watching this video. Oh, cool. The latest music video from so-and-so was out. And so, right, like, I'm, I'm not surprised that it's sort of like an all-in-one media consumption platform for people. Um, so, look, maybe, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you do need to have your podcast on YouTube. Um, I... I <sighs> I, I'm yeah. I, I'm struggling to give that a piece of advice because I also if you're ever going to use YouTube for different purposes like I don't want your podcast to hurt it but maybe I'm wrong maybe maybe let us know tell us if you are using YouTube for your podcast whether you're doing it live streaming like we're doing right now or whether you're literally just throwing the audio up with a static image and saying uh, you know check out my podcast on YouTube maybe you're only putting your podcast up on YouTube but uh, reach out to the show, reach out to Tom and I specifically, Twitter, Facebook, um, email one or both of us. We'll put some links in the show notes tonight for the best way to connect with us about that. I'd be curious to hear about everyone's experience on YouTube. And I know you've said it before that you've had success on that platform and, and you know, wouldn't turn back. Yeah. But again, we're not using that channel for anything other than dumping all our episodes onto it. So something to consider. Yeah, I would like to start using this channel for a little bit more than just live streaming the episodes and, and dumping the video back on there. Like, I would like to put more uh, video tip series and, and helpful stuff like, you know, the one you did uh, yesterday or today on the plugin. Um, but for now, I enjoy just the fact that we're able to be here thanks to uh, the good people at Get Vocal and this platform that they have. And um yeah, maybe I said that because Alex is in the room right now checking us out. <laughs> but it is true. I do like the platform. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. All right. We, you know, that was whew, some pretty heady information. We went through all of it. 
any last takeaways? Anything else we didn't get to, Tom, that you wanted to make sure we uh, hit up on? Nothing I can think of. Um, just really good information, stuff to move forward with. Keep in mind as you develop your action plans for growing that show, or if you're a consumer for finding new ones, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff out there. There's got to be something you're interested in. There's probably 20 of one thing that you're interested in. Um, and I think it also shows that the market isn't oversaturated. People want more of what they already have. So don't be afraid to go out there and just do it. I like it. I like it. Solid takeaway from Tom Kelly here on Podcast Me Anything. So uh, if you are listening to us on the live streams on the Facebooks or the YouTube or on Twitter, uh, that's going to be it for this particular episode of Podcast Me Anything. We've been talking about the Podcast Consumer 2019 report and uh, an article on Podcast Business Journal about YouTube as a distribution platform for podcasts. Uh, we will stick around here on Get Vocal for eh, probably another 15, 20 minutes or so, uh, answer any questions, chat with some good folks about podcasting. Uh, we can talk about the report or anything else that might be gnawing at you these days. Uh, Tom, anything else you want to throw at the folks before we bounce here? Thanks. He's so eloquent. He's a man of many, many, many words, and he's just super eloquent with all of them. So uh, he's Tom Kelly. I'm Matthew Passy. This is Podcast Me Anything. Check us out at podcastmeanything.com, and we will see you next Thursday at 10 p.m. All right.